0: Welcome to KusaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kusa Global. The word Kusa means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us. And subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of CoosaCast. Today, my guest is Zalais de Decock, who is the executive marketing manager of Marine Dynamics. How are you doing today, Zelay?
1: I am very well, thank you very much, Graham. I'm talking. I'm talking to you from a beautiful Cape Town. We had some lovely rain and
0: beautiful day here oh lovely lovely to hear and as i said earlier it's so lovely to see the smiling faces back in the tourism industry again as we all rise up uh, and get back to work and uh, see the lovely guests and tourists uh, filling up all our experiences that we have to offer um, in in africa in particular so the way the way the podcast works, just uh, introduce yourself, tell the listeners uh, who you are, and a little bit about Marine Dynamics and what what kind of experience they can the guests can get.
1: Yes, I'm um, as you said, I'm the lady cook. I have been with Marine Dynamics for almost twenty years. Wilfred Chivel is the owner, and he started Marine Dynamics in oh, we actually bought it in January twenty twenty. Uh, Two thousand and five, sorry, not really creepy, <laughs> but a silly year. Anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, year, the year we don't speak about.
1: <laughs> no. Sorry. So and then um as soon as he bought the company, he was looking for somebody to help him and to market um his trips that he was going to do, which is today we're doing shark cage diving, well watching, echo marine trips, volunteer programs. We have a lot of conservation and educational projects and programs. But in 2005, we started with nothing. And um, we literally built this company up from nothing. And it was an amazing experience over the last couple of years. As all of you know, you go through many ups and downs, but all the ups always make up for the downs. And Mm -hmm. what started with a little company with about three to five employees. We are today about 160 people working for Marine Dynamics. And, um, yeah, it's a real pleasure to be with this. Um, yeah. Marie family for
0: all these years. Yeah. So a few years ago, I I um I had a a great experience. Um the the shark uh, diving, which was which was really really awesome. Um and yeah, I got to learn a lot. And so I mean, just describe the day so the guests would get picked up in Cape Town, like very very early, and then come come through to you for a a, a lovely breakfast, and then mm-hmm. and then head out on the experience.
1: Yes, our trips are normally full day trips, unless you stay in Hermanus or in Hans by itself, because Nature Reserve is also very close to us. But otherwise, yes, we have shuttles every day between Cape Town. We pick the guests up at the different hotels or wherever they stay in the CBD of Cape Town. We take them through to our lovely facility, the Great White House. Here um, we have a restaurant, we can cater for any dietary requirements. So they eat a lovely little breakfast there before they go on the boat. Um, We have different boats, as I said, the shark boat, for shark cage diving and viewing, and then a boat for the whale watching or the marine big five trip. The marine big five consists out of whales, seals, penguins, dolphins, and sharks. And many of our trips, yeah, we are successful to see all five of these amazing marine species. Um, what's important, is also educational, trip. as you said, there's always a marine biologist on board that tell the guests more about the animals that they see. And because we do research on these amazing animals in the area that we work, we can also give them some extra information and tell them more about that. On the boat, it's um, very comfortable aluminium vessels, very stable on the water. We have no age restrictions. And also, we um, guarantee one guide for every three to four guests to make sh- sure they are comfortable on the boat. Um, and then back to land at the Great White House, some other super and bread, like an repression of this shower facilities, bathroom facilities. And we also have the African Penguin and Seabird Sanctuary, where we look after sick and ill birds, mainly um, the African Penguin. So they can also visit that tree of George and see what we do there.
0: Sounds like yeah. I mean, it's definitely an amazing, amazing day and a and a fantastic experience. So, um, and then, yeah, and then they they the guests uh come back and then head back to get back to Cape Town. So it's a That's lovely, right. full, lovely yeah. full day, lovely yes. full day experience. Um, so yeah, just tell. I mean, how did how did uh wh- you get into tourism? I mean, what what's your what's your background? Yeah, I
1: started in Bosch and then I went and at that- those years, we still had that working holiday visa in the UK. A so oh, lot yes. of us went overseas for a year or two. So I studied first and then I went overseas and then I came back. And um, I I did different things. But yeah, the one thing that I did before I started to work for Wolf that I, I was the manager of a beautiful guest house in Stellenbosch. And um, my husband at that stage was, he, he's a chartered accountant and he was working at one of the companies in Stellenbosch and wilfred was their client and they called me in the morning and said "This new client of this kind of us that bought a new company he's looking for somebody for marketing yeah. and we thought maybe you can do it so it was really a coincidence i didn't apply for the job but i met wilfred and yeah and he said i look like i can do this job the yeah. interesting thing in south africa i am from the northern cape my father is a sheep farmer so it's very dry there um, we can't really swim, we can't really speak English. Mm. So I landed mm. up in this amazing job at the sea with marine animals of the can't girl from the farm. <laughs> and, <laughs> so in the beginning, it was a big joke in our family, but yeah, they soon saw the passion I have for this amazing company and job, and I just love it. Yeah.
0: Oh, good, good. <laughs> well, Yeah, you, you're always a, a ray of light when you. Talk about uh, you know, very passionate the way you talk about uh, uh, the experience. So yeah, I think that's what drives people to to w- to want to experience it. Um, so how I mean, you obviously have to get up quite early a lot of the days when you when you host. I mean, do you how often do you host uh, people on the on the boats?
1: Oh, every day, yes, every day. Uh, the only the our only enemy is the weather, the weather conditions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bad weather conditions, we can't go out to sea. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, sometimes our trips go out very early in the morning because the little harbour that we launch from, by Harbour, is very shallow. So we always have to watch the tides also. Mm. So the tides and the weather conditions is the only thing that's really making it a little bit difficult for us sometimes. But yeah, so some mornings we really have to start early, but the early bird catches the worm. So yeah. it's always worth it to see that beautiful sunrise when you're on the boat. And um, yeah, have
0: that beautiful morning experience. Yeah, oh, well, that's 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 great. So, uh, just I mean, you know, obviously the last three years were terribly uh, trying for for a lot of tourism businesses. How how did Marine Dynamics adapt, and how did how did you cope when complete and utter lockdown? I mean, you've got you've got the the boats that you obviously still had to maintain, and you know, you know, all, and all that costs money. So how how did uh, how did you guys get, get through?
1: Yeah, I think for all of us, it was extremely difficult because we we couldn't operate. I mean, yeah. just, we were yeah. not allowed to. Yeah. And um, we actually were very fortunate. In October 2020, one Sunday night, I, I got a call from a friend in tourism that's in the UK. And there was a tender out in Saudi for starting marine tourism um, in Saudi. Yeah. And they asked Wilfred, because he's such a pioneer in marine tourism, if he can't come over and help him to to start this whole business. So Wilfred, the owner of the company that's already in his 60s, went over. He worked Mm -hmm. very, very, very hard for many months, many weeks. And he helped him to sort of start a new business that side, which we are still part of today. Um, It is challenging to be this side and also have the business up there. But that, that really helped us financially to just keep things sort of going, and yeah. not yeah, let go of everything. And then I think all of us learned through this time you cut costs, you just cut down on everything, nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did all of that. And then as soon as we could start to operate again, um, obviously there was no tourists in South Africa. So we started obviously with specials for our locals mm. and that also helped us. I mean, we didn't even break even, but at least it mm. helped us to, to have people to get a little bit of the income, to keep our staff sort of motivated. At least there's people, at mm. least we're doing something. Um, yes, and I think for all of us, um, maybe there's other companies that's more fortunate. It's going to, still going to take a while to get where we were or where we're supposed to be mm. but I think all of us are just so thankful that we've been through those bad days and we can mm. look back to say wow we learned a lot but we can just go flat out now again and I think anybody in any company that survived this horrible three years I mean I can just say well done it yeah. wasn't easy really, yeah I think for me, some of it is a little bit of a blank. I think the brain just yeah. out some way, and then you just yeah. Yeah, just go on, and you forget about those mornings that you wake up and think, "What the hell are we going to do?" And yeah, yeah. it's just getting longer and longer. But yeah, I think yeah. a lot of positive came out of it.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, there's there's uh, there's very uh, many different stories that people that people have, and yeah, I think I think uh, I think people yeah learned as you say learned a lot um and there's going to be a lot that people take forward into the future that that they that they learned um yeah i mean so uh, uh, saudi arabia that's that's pretty interesting because i know that they're doing quite quite a lot of work in saudi arabia um to to build up tourism there's a massive massive hundreds of billions of dollars i believe getting plowed into the tourism industry there so yeah that's must have been a pretty interesting experience yes
1: yeah for sure I haven't visited our play or, Yo. Yeah, it's in Jeddah, so um, but I'll, I will probably go sometime.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that's yeah. that's well, that's that's great. And at least, at least um, yeah, that brought in some some much needed uh some much needed cash. Yeah. Um, and and also, I mean, you mentioned that the locals like a lot of a lot of properties and experiences relied on the locals. And I've always just said, you know, we can't forget, you know, now now that everyone's coming back on board and um. I still think that people should have local special offers going going forward I think you know the we can't forget about the local south africans who who kept a lot of businesses afloat and I mm-hmm. think just as a, a gesture of goodwill, you know, to 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 have at least uh, a, a, a couple seats or a, a couple rooms um, available for for local South Africans who, you know, at rates that they can afford. Because I mean, let's admit it, we 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 price for the international market, don't we? Yeah, in the pounds yeah. and the dollars and the euros. We, yeah,
1: we do. And I mean, with the South African special, we can't survive. I mean, it's yeah, of course, not, of
0: course, yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. Of
1: a, but like you say, for sure, we always have to do. And I must say before COVID, we, we, we got South Africans, but normally in our December summer which is our summer, summer holidays in South Africa.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, we, I think we always sort of thought they're not really interesting in these trips. But suddenly, <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. And I also think all of us realize that we must do things in life. We can't just every day in South Africa do your same little old thing by yourself we have all these amazing activities yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. and so so what is what is i mean what did you learn about the tourism industry as a whole
1: um yeah i think i just learned again we are the tourism industry is so so small even in the world not just in south africa and um i mean we've helped each other through this time amazingly especially Hmm. in south africa all of us had a little side hustle. Yeah. So um, even the tourism people, we all had a side hustle that we helped each other. This this one sold tuna. You, mm. you help him sell it in your neighborhood. This one sell this. This one do this. I started to do homemade meals. Um, mm. And through that, I learned so many amazing tourism people that living on my doorstep that I never knew. And that's what yeah. I didn't knew in my area. So I just learned again. And I think we just make, I think our friendship in tourism just grew so much stronger mm. in COVID. And we, we really helped each other. We really looked after each other and we also looked after each other health and well-being and um not just how can I help you physically, but also how can I help you? Are you okay today? Yeah. Checking into each other, calling each other regularly, like mm. just encouraging each each other and that that I think I will remember for the rest of my life. I even feel a bit teary now. Yeah, yeah. How people just called you out of the blue that you haven't spoken before.
2: Yeah. Or
1: whatever. And just like checking in. So yeah, I think that was amazing. And and I think after COVID, it's just you know, I think all of us are just so much more loyal to each other. Um not that we were not before it, but and we really try to make time for each other and to support each other.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. the The friendships that were formed, uh, you know, I think uh, I think it's human nature to try and look for the good in the in the bad, and I think that when we when we do look for the good in the bad, um, that's what we'll we'll come through. It's it's yeah, the the friendships that we formed, the 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 sides to people that that we never saw, because the the way I see it is that <clears throat> you know everybody was in the same boat excuse the pun um yes, exactly. but, uh, but um and there was there was nobody not even the, the the executives that knew if they had a job because um you know there was just no money coming in and nobody knew for for how long and yeah. um so i think yeah that that spirit of uh, we're in this together definitely holds through and for me i just hope it it, it continues i hope it continues um that we, we don't forget those people that you say are, are still struggling, you know, because it's, it's as much as there's a lot of light and a lot of positivity and a lot of hope and a lot of people getting back to work and, you know, almost full, um, you know, full, ex, you know, the the full hotels and, and boats and stuff like that. There, there are still a lot of people that are still struggling and we can't forget those people. Yeah. For so, sure. yeah. And it's, uh, it's it's also also we need to understand that yeah a lot of people are looking out and feeling that oh no look everyone else is doing so well and you know I'm still struggling and I I feel that that's um that's also a but a bit false because you know if if you actually had to drill down um it's uh, a lot of a lot of people yeah I think there's there's the LinkedIn life and then there's the real life yeah
1: <laughs> yeah now you and I.
0: definitely yeah yeah and um and so i mean it's it's there's a lot of entrepreneurs coming through a lot of small businesses you've you've been doing what you do now for for 20 years uh been through a lot you know south africa has has you know been through a lot in tourism of course the last three years was just out of the park like you know Mm -hmm. what what advice would you give to someone who's starting out and uh the advice when tough times come through
1: I would definitely anybody that's starting out ask for help. Go and go find out who's the who's the big players in the industry. Not even for even the entrepreneurs. Go and talk to people. Ask for mm. advice. Ask for help. I mean, join such, such. join mm. these these um, these many platforms that you can where you can get help and um, never be shy. In tourism, we are really always sharing ideas and brainstorming together because you know the better we are the better tourism in south africa are mm. um so i think that's very important never be shy to ask never be you know just un- enjoying the different things that's available um where we do sit together and talk together about mm. what is happening definitely
0: yeah there's a lot of networking events that that happen and uh that, that are free, you know, you, you, I mean, these, these associations, like you mentioned, Satsa, you know, it's, it can be a few hundred rand a month now, even for some people that's, that's too much, but, but it's, it's the, I think the the long-term benefit is definitely worth it because yeah, you, you're meeting the right people. And, um, yeah, as a lot of people have said on the podcast that, you know, asking for advice and, and talking to, to fellow, um, fellow people is uh, is the way to go and i don't think yeah, there's any room for competition like people aren't going to not yeah. give you advice because they're worried that you're going to yeah. come in and, and steal their job you know
1: and then yeah the other thing is obviously work. it's like yeah. <laughs> like from us i remember from day one you have to just and it never stops and you have to you know you have to try everything that you can and see what is your niche market and, and focus on that definitely
0: yeah well, I always tell people when everybody says, "Oh, I'm so, I'm so busy," and 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 I say, "Well, be grateful, be yeah. grateful." Would exactly. you rather? I I always said I'd rather be busy than broke, exactly. and uh, and um and and yeah, the the more the the busier I am, the happier I am. You know, okay. the 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 I <laughs> I yeah, I mean, so because particularly of of the last three years, you know, it's it's I mean, I don't know how many of us as much as we tried to get out there and do and keep busy and everything i mean there there were a few times when you just sat on the couch and thought you know what what yeah. the hell you know um you know yet yet another day of uh, of of this of this craziness but yeah i mean I, I kept busy i started a started my business and then i decided to do the the kooza cookbook uh which uh, which is uh which is actually still online if people want to go uh, oh, check check out the Kusa cookbook
2: just yeah
0: because there's loads of um there's loads of recipes from all over the 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 continent and um yeah and even like gold restaurant uh mm-hmm. sent us some recipes uh so yeah there's a cookbook and so yeah so that's how I kept busy and and then we 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 did uh of course online training as well yeah. Um, so that's what a lot of people people are doing and I think one of the lasting things for me I think in that that will go through is the people's uh, um, happiness for uh, online meetings like we're doing now you know I think that that the days of um, arranging a meeting I think it's almost implied that it's online now rather than face to face No, you're
1: yeah. right No, and I think I think all of us got so much more comfortable with it, especially in South Africa. That this, this wasn't really something that we did before COVID, and no. now it's, it's yeah. nothing. Every day you have some sort of meeting online, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. It's one of those
0: things. And, and it all helps with the cost cutting, you know, exactly. because to as uh, you know, very very few people, very few companies, I suppose, are, are back back to where they were, and you know they still need to just keep those costs down while they plow the money back into the business. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm perfectly happy with uh, with meeting online. It's um, you know, it's obviously the face to face is hugely important. Yeah. But um, when it when it's, I'd rather have an online meeting than not to have a meeting at all. Exactly. You know, if people say, "Oh mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to be in the office," we'll say, "Well, um, can you just you know pick up your phone and and smile yeah. into the camera and we can chat then?" Yeah. yeah. Um, what do what would you like to see? I mean, what what are the challenges? In marine dynamics, I mean, I think the perception of of uh, perhaps, uh, yeah, I mean the the chumming of the sharks. I mean, there, there there's all that kind of negative uh, perception or incorrect perception, I should say. What 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 challenges does marine dynamics face in in projecting the correct uh, information out to the out to the guests? I think yeah,
1: that's that's something the chumming thing, but I think over the years with what we did and all the all the training that we that, that we did over the past, um, that is not our main concern anymore. Our main concern are the marine wildlife. Mm-hmm. The poaching, the um littering, the we can see a decline in marine wildlife on a yearly basis, which is very worrying. Um, I think that is one of our main, main challenges, especially regarding the sharks. Um, at the moment, we the last time we've seen a great white shark was in December um, last year in our Gee. area. You know, we don't see them anymore on a regular basis, but we are very fortunate that we see beautiful other shark species. So at least our mm. tours go out every day. The guests are very happy. But um, it, that is a big concern for us, um, the shark decline in numbers that we see, and yeah, I don't. So what, but
0: what's the main reason for that?
1: It's it's definitely overfishing um, along the South African coast, as I said, pollution. Um, then we also have the two orcas that mm. um, started to hunt sharks, and now they're not just hunting great white sharks; they also hunt any other shark species, and they mainly go for the liver. So um, they don't really. So the sharks wash out on shore, and that's when we when we can do a dissection on them and see exactly what the orcas um did to them and took out of them. it's normal, it's always just the liver that they take out. So those two orcas is a bit of a problem. But um, yeah, I think they are not our main problem. Our main problem are human beings. That yeah, that just do with the ocean, that just have no respect. Mm. Um, and I always say for us that go out with the boat, we can see that the, we can see the problems. But all of us that are on land, we don't even know what's going on in the sea. We don't even know the big challenges that are there. Um, yeah, mm. so I would say if we can get some um, government to help us to protect some areas, more areas around the South African coast, yeah, mm. that, is, that is what can help us. And can help yeah. marine
0: economics. Is there anybody that's uh, particularly... Championing that cause for you, like, as...
1: you know, before before COVID, we did it ourselves. Yeah, we had many court cases, and we had a lawyer that worked on that on this, and we spent thousands and thousands of rand on this. But obviously, in, you I know, yeah, yeah. you know, don't have this financial support to drive this. So yeah, we tried to speak to the minister. We tried to, yeah, you know, we try our best from our side that we can. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's very
0: challenging Well if anybody's listening that can help uh, help uh, Zille and the team at Marine Dynamics protect the shores of South Africa then please get in touch I'll put all the details in the in the description of the podcast so yeah it's it's definitely a collaborative um, effort that we all need to go through to protect the wildlife and interesting that orcas are killing sharks I didn't didn't really oh. realize that. Now the orcas are definitely the kings of the ocean I they, I they mm-hmm. know they don't, they don't fear anything <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah it's quite quite uh, have have you had a chance to to experience any uh, similar uh, products because I've I've had a great experience up in the wolfus Bay area um with, with uh, the seals and everything like that have you had a chance to anything. to do that
1: yeah, yeah. I haven't been yeah. done the office by one Wilfred. I've traveled extensively over the world to to do well watching all over the world. He yeah, being yeah. So and it also helps our business because we want to stay on top and the best in the world. Always. For sure. Um, no, you've always, you've always more.
0: got it. Yeah, checking out what the com- competition yeah, does so is. Will
1: we check out what others do. Yeah, the better. But I think also. It's these experiences are different in every part of the world. I mean, you see yeah. different marine. Um, I've I've been I've been so fortunate to, to went to Alaska to do these oh, wow. and, and um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's just amazing everywhere you go. Although you might see sometimes the same kind of marine animals, it's just it's different experiences.
0: I interviewed Duncan Greenfield Turk, uh, who is. Uh, a travel advisor here in the uk and he's just been to antarctica oh that
1: is oh, yeah no that is mixable. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. yeah. Well, we
0: got we got a you got a turn that's that's the dream i also yeah. went on a very interesting whale watching trip in florianopolis uh, off the coast mm-hmm. of brazil yeah. um and they've so, yeah, and they do the uh, it's, it's rubber rubber boats rubber dinghies you go out mm-hmm. in and yeah. and i remember the whales actually uh Touching the, the swim swimming under the boat and like rocking the boat. We were actually almost <laughs> sitting on the whale's back.
1: Yeah. Now, whales are amazing. They will never flip the so You never have to be scared of that. But um but they do. They are very curious, remember. They always come and look and have a look. Obviously, you have to have a permit to yeah. allow you to do that. Um, but yeah, they, they are they are amazing, amazing the whales. They will always come close.
0: And how's the How's this how's the shore-based whale watching uh, in Hermanas going? So that's so that
1: depends. Every year it's also different. We had a we had a great year last year for land-based whale watching. So our southern right whales normally arrive sort of from June till December. They are around yeah. the South African coast. We actually have a pair that's now in the waterfront that's I think sometimes there's some of them that we the think just stay here. If you know, if the calves are not strong enough to swim back, they will just stay. So I actually saw them, them last two weeks ago from about and um, there. But yeah, we don't have sunrise whales yet um, for the for the season. But um it's always difficult to say. Every year is, is different as I say they normally come in a three year cycle, the sunrise. One year they come to mate, one year they come to fall and one year they just come to rest. So that they don't really feed when they are in our waters yet. Um, so we always keep track of the numbers um, to see, yeah, how the years go, but, yeah, every year is different, Mm. and what I can tell you, if it's a good land-based well-watching year, we we see it with the boat, so don't get Yeah. 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 know what it's like, if they just stand there and see them, but it's always a different experience on a boat, as you would know, Um, to watch them from there.
0: Yeah I mean just to see to you know be surrounded by them rather than just see them from that one angle. Yeah I always remember that Florianopolis one because I mean it's you know to actually be on a boat and be lifted up by, by by the whale kind of almost like a cat rubbing itself on the on the boat very very interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So would you say that the main thing that needs to change uh in your uh, world of tourism is just uh, more focus on on conservation? Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I always say shark-edge diving is not an ideal thing really to do if you think about it, but it's the only way to make people aware um, of sharks and what amazing species is and that we should protect them mm, um, mm. and yeah, should look after the ocean and yeah, the sharks because it's really important for the ecosystem and for yeah. us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Zelay. Thanks so much for um, uh, uh, joining me today on the podcast and getting your perspective on uh, on on the world of marine dynamics and o- and ocean based uh, experiences. And um, yeah, I would just wish you wish you the the best uh, in 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 uh, rising up after after COVID. Uh, I don't know if you know, kuza means uh, a new beginning, a new dawn. So that's that's why um, I decided to focus this podcast on how everybody's rising up again, and it's it's great to see. As I said, great to see the smiles, great to see the the um, everybody getting back to work. Are you going to be doing the the main uh, shows this year in uh, Darbar and all that?
1: Definitely, yes. We're getting ready for WTM Africa in Cape Town soon,
0: yeah.
1: and then definitely in Darbar, and hopefully we will do WT in London, and hopefully one or two other great shows. So that's yes. lovely
0: and if that's you need any help this side please please reach out i can always knock on some doors for you and uh and, sp- and spread the word about how great uh, how great the experience is and i'll see you at indaba and yes. uh, let let's hope we can see you this side
1: thank you yes and good luck graham and thanks so much for this lovely opportunity it's really kind of you i appreciate
0: it no it's kind of you to to be <laughs> the guest so thanks thanks alay we'll catch okay. up soon Catch up soon. See you in depth. Yeah, for sure. Okay, bye, bye. 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 Thanks for tuning into CousaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. And we'll see you next time on CousaCast.